Hello. I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no small amusement. Intro. Introduction. <laughs> I was too busy bopping to the music. Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of Nerd Herder. I promise I haven't forgotten how to do this in uh, one week. <laughs> I certainly have, apparently. Did, did I ever know how to do it to begin with? Who knows? Uh, we uh, moonlight as podcast professionals. Uh, um, but uh, we daylight as idiots. <laughs> or is it the, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm anyway. moon and daylight as an idiot regularly. <laughs> So, yes, uh, glad to be back. It's only one week off, but it feels like uh, an eternity. I don't know um, how it feels for everybody else to be missing their nerd herds, um, but we miss you whenever we're not here. Uh, and it just lined up perfectly because we were able to put all of our emotional and mental efforts into getting ready for Podathon, which basically meant we slept a whole dang lot because Dude, 13 <laughs> hours of podcasts. Then the next day was a ton of awesome stuff from awesome people, most of them. And uh, it was just, it was great. We raised over 15,000 bucks. Uh, well, I don't know if, I don't know what the final, final, final number was because was even after we closed 16 down, something. 16, that's incredible. So it was money on money on money. A precedent has been set. So hopefully next year fans can come together again and raise even more yes. money for Make-A-Wish. Uh, it's an awesome cause. I mean, we talk about Star Wars and things we love so much. Now, you know, that's a way to share it. Maybe some of those kids have wishes that are Star Wars related. And even if they don't, whatever it is, it brings a little bit of joy to a very difficult situation, which is why we do what we do. Yes. This podcast is a light and the end of a very dark tunnel sometimes, uh, this week included. And so been looking forward to this. But first, housekeeping, before we get uh, too far into the butts first. Um, <laughs> it's not the kind of episode, baby. <laughs> it could be. We never know. I never set out for a butt episode, but we somehow land there some, some way or another. We do have um, a force loser on the podcast. We do. Um, and so, uh, but yes, so uh, a while a couple episodes ago, I mentioned that we consolidated our giving links to our link tree. And so uh, if you followed along long enough, you know about the Amidala Initiative uh, helping for abortion and, and female rights. Um, we and switched them. What? The Amidala Initiative is for trans youth. Is it? Yes. What oh. choices are? <laughs> <laughs> so many charities. So many. Um, yes, Amidala Initiative supporting uh, Equality Texas families and yes. youth uh, of the LGBTQ plus community yes. uh, who need your support because uh, they live in Texas and where it's yeah. a very difficult place to be gay. It's very difficult to just be who you are. Um, and also uh, what choice? Yes, supporting abortion rights and other needed uh, medical uh, support and financial support and just yes. any kind of support that you may face when having a baby. Because bebes are expensive and difficult. Yes. I guarantee if you do not think it affects you, it 100% does, my friend. Yeah, it, it, it gets there somehow. So it, in any way, uh, that helps. So they're in the link tree. That's awesome. There's also uh, three new links um, that are in the link tree, but also are just in the description because it's important. Um, on wiki feet. No. <laughs> Uh, if you can and would like to support any of these or all of these, you'd be an amazing human. 
uh, flood relief uh, out in Kentucky. Um, yes. devastating floods that have hit uh, many folks in a large swath of areas. And so there's a lot of um, support needed there uh, here in the U.S., but there's also support needed from Hurricane Fiona down in Puerto Rico. Um, we've linked uh, a direct fundraiser. Yes. Um, there's a lot of other links out there that you can use if you would prefer. Do your um, research first. But this does go directly. It doesn't support the government. Uh, and you can read into that what you will, but they have money and resources. But this ensures that every dollar gets directly to people who need it. Um, and then also, friend of the show, Mel uh, from ISP, yes. Imperial Senate Podcast, beautiful, um, beautiful, Mel. has been facing some hospital bills, some difficulties there. And you know what? Why not? Let's help. Um, and yeah. so she is um, a gorgeous soul who deserves the help. Yes. So their friend Claire has put that together, and we've got the link down there to help. So Anything you can give to any of those is uh, amazing. Yeah. You know, uh, give, give a little kindness, uh, do what you can. That's what Star Wars has certainly taught us. Um, not that we're going to be talking about many good lessons <laughs> today. No. Um, you know, so I realized I've started, I, I did a bit. Uh, I've been doing a bit as long as we've been doing promos because I'm like, hey, what are we talking about? It's a big old goof. And then I'm like, wait a minute. It's in the thumbnail. It's, it's in, in the title. Yeah. It's everywhere. But also, it's not a joke. Do you remember what I I told you, the joke that I told you in the car the other day? No. <laughs> that I was like, I want to start the show with this at some oh, point. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. See, what material makes the best lunchbox? I don't know. It's best car. You know why? Why? Because if you want to bring your lunch, you could either bring it in warm, or you could bring it in cold. But um. Uh, if I could remember what button is the zinger, hey, I'd, I'd give you it to you. Stop shaking your head, Michael. It's <laughs> um, a funny joke. So, uh, if that's not enough of a clue, here's another clue as to what we're talking about today. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Proof of termination is also acceptable for a lower fee. It's a multi-level joke because like it's, it's an insulation joke while also being a Mandalorian reference. Welcome to the show, Brad and Mike. <laughs> Can you save this madness? <laughs> no. Um, how are you boys doing tonight? I'm good. You're welcome. <laughs> you okay, Brad? You, uh, I mean, first you guys hit me with talking about how much kids cost you. <laughs> and I'm just remembering all the stuff I can't do because I've got a two-year-old. <laughs> Congratulations. You're oh, welcome. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep. I, I, was, I was putting together Ikea furniture, and now I'm ready to commit some war crimes against them and their meatballs. <laughs> ready to commit some oh, my God. Oh. Of course, meatballs. 
Um, yeah, so it's been a night. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, bounty hunting brings us together tonight, fellas. Um, uh, you know, nothing, nothing new uh, to nerd herd or something we've talked uh, about, uh, whether it be individual characters or the whole profession. Um, but in the new series that we've started doing, uh, just favorites, uh, where we and uh, Roundtable pick our top three favorites and go around. Uh, we figured it is about time. We've done Sith. We've done Jedi. We've done all of that. Now to the next best thing to holding a lightsaber, having a jetpack, and a and a cool hat, and and a gun. Uh, really, all the cool stuff. Bounty hunters have it all. It's a complicated. It is a complicated profession. How many impressions can we fit into one podcast? Uh, how many can you? Because you're the only one that can do the impression. It's not a very difficult you, impression you, to do. You say that, but you're good at accents. Like, I am good at one accent, there, and it's one accent. There's a my, Michael. You'll. I, I don't know. You might appreciate this too, Brad. I know Michael and me are, are board game people, and, and of course, Boop. Yes, of um, course. But uh, with there, there's a. There's a board game that's like apples to apples, but with accents called <laughs> Utter Nonsense. It is and so much fun. It, I've seen it if, at Walmart. If you can do accents, it's super fun because you get a phrase and an accent and you have to put it together and the funniest one wins. <laughs> um, and so uh, I'm pretty sure I, one was German accent and I just did a Werner Herzog impression. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, uh, for me, it's like, I'm sitting there trying to do it and everything comes out so sounding like pseudo Australian. <laughs> and it's just like every accent, British, pseudo Australian, it's... Australian, pseudo Australian. <laughs> I argue that it's even funnier if you're bad at accents. If you're, unless you're me, and it's just like, I suck. <laughs> I suck. Embrace the cringe, baby boy. Oh, anyway. They all sound, they all end up sounding the same. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. Right. There was one that was woman giving birth. Yep. That was spectacular. Oh, God. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we had our friend put his legs up on the table, too. <laughs> just started screaming. Really got into You got to get into this stuff. You do. It's method acting. It exactly. is. <laughs> so, um, it, Technically, you didn't have a choice. The both of you kind of uh, walked in on this one. Uh, I mean, you could have said no, wow. but you know. Um, uh, but you were willing, and so I have to ask, like bounty hunting overall. Before we get into our favorites and lists and whatnot, like, what's your thoughts? What's attractive to you about bounty hunting and bounty hunters? Um, all that good stuff. Bradley, you started. All right. Um... <laughs> I mean, in a in a world where, you know, more than 50% of the viewers want to see just Sith and Jedi fighting, you throw in those random curveballs of just regular guys and who, who don't have any extra powers or anything. They just have the equipment and the experience to hold their own in those situations. The only real letdown I want to say they ever had was probably Django. Mm hmm. Uh, old of you. My son. I I'm just saying. I mean, he did good on Camino, but Geonosis, he got a bad rap. I'm going to say that. <laughs> he got decapitated. For sure. That'll slow anybody down. I, th I think in one episode, he got more screen time and somehow a more triumphant death than Boba did. Well, quote unquote death yeah. uh, than Boba did. Yeah. Um, I, I will give him that. Boba Fett, where? <laughs> right. Oh, I'm so glad he came back from that because that's just what a way to go, man. Oh, 
But what about you, Michael? What what about bounty hunting and bounty hunters is is interesting to you? Or not? I, it's I don't know. Mean, to me, they are some of the coolest characters in there. Their their outfits. Uh, you know, I just they like I, said, I just think they're some of the coolest and most you know probably some of my favorite characters in there. Um, sure. Outside of my, you know, outside of my all-time favorite, um, of course. she is the big yes. wife. Um, big wife, big silver wife. But you know that's, <laughs> that's you know when it comes to it's like I love some of these uh, bounty hunters. I mean, just their their costumes, their the weapons they use. Uh, it's they're just they're fun. Oh yeah, they're cool. I mean, it, it, that's a good enough answer. Like. You know, I've talked before about how like liking Boba Fett growing up was it was the generic thing, but also like the the uh, less popular thing because everybody was just like, oh, but yeah, but this Boba Fett like it's just such like you know it's like but but you know Jedi lightsabers you know yeah. wizards it's mm-hmm. like eh I liked the bounty hunters and I liked the cool pilots you know I was a Boba Fett and Han Solo kid man all the way. It wasn't until I got old and grumpy that I understood the Jedi. <laughs> As you so, something something correlates there. <laughs> Trauma. Uh, now, uh, Boop. Uh, What's what my a, name? Huh? What's my name? Moo. <laughs> Meg. What do you want to be today? <laughs> Boop is fine. Boopatron. Thank you. <laughs> yes, Boopatron. Uh, Meg. Uh, Megalingo. Uh, what What do you like? Let's stick with Boop. How about let's You're stick with the Boop. One. Okay. I was making a joke at your expense. Bounty hunters, why? Bounty hunters, why? <laughs> uh, one could make the argument that bounty hunters were kind of my end to the franchise with the Tales from the Bounty Hunter series. Very true. Tales from the Bounty Hunter book. That's a very fantastic anthology. I've talked about it upwards of a thousand times. Conveniently is... available. Uh, if I can get the glossy cover to show. There you go. This is a secret, <laughs> kids. I can actually read. It's a bit. <laughs> Right. You know, um, it's like, uh, oh, what's that stupid thing? Um, the usual suspects. Yes. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I walk know. away and I just open a book. <laughs> right. You walk away and you are the books. <laughs> Sorry, that's an old reference for, for the kids of the show. Um, yes, the kids that we have gathered here right now. <laughs> well, I mean, someone listening might be like, what's the usual suspect? Not everybody like that's a dated reference now. That's sad. I don't uh, like the fact watch that cinema. Guys. Watch cinema. Watch Benicio I mean, del Toro. Technically, the guy was canceled, but you can still watch his movies. No, no, he was straight up canceled though. Yeah, for Kevin, a good reason. Yeah, R.I.P. Um, Kevin Spacey. Yes, he died. <laughs> so bounty hunters. Yes, yes. Um, I uh, bounty hunters are just cool, man. Like everybody else has said, like they are dope to look at. There's a reason that there is a lingering shot on the ex- executor. Yeah, I always say it wrong. On the executor. Of the bounty hunters, and it's, that we have it's a poster. However, of it yeah, right it's there. it's however you want. Like, it, you know, I appreciated that a segment um, on uh, Podathon in the Broaxium interview with Charles Soule, which I believe is getting redistributed if it hasn't already. Soon, and you should check it out because Charles Soule is amazing. His brain is brilliant and brainy, um, and there's some Star Wars in there. Uh, but he talks Somewhere. about like. You know, pronounce it however you want. Like Star yeah. Wars does that all the time. <laughs> like, like Leia marries Han and can't even pronounce his name consistently. His name is Han. <laughs> like, yeah. come on. Like, I mean, you know, like 
we we like our 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 things but yeah. and we and our definitives but it's you know. han it's leah it's the executor it's yeah listen like, just don't call me betty and it's whatever you want you know? <laughs> yeah, like, no. yeah like it, there's a reason that there is a lingering shot on this group of ragtag bounty hunters that look like they're all going to a different party like you <laughs> have bandage head man you've got a drink dispenser you've got robot and smaller robot essentially even though he's not a robot and but yeah like it they look interesting and that is the tale of every single uh background character of star wars of yeah these these people are here to look interesting star, they're here star to wars. make you want to know more about them They've always been good at that. Uh, background characters. We did. Yeah. Uh, Michael, you were here for. It. We've done. We've done a favorite background characters, um, which is part of the reason my list had to change for this. And I'll get into really? that in a second. But um, uh, to answer Kev's question here, because you can comment live if you're with you the Cool can. Kids Club. Um, just a, a reminder to those listening to this in the future. Uh, but I'd have to say that uh, Brad has the dad, but. Uh, so it's I think true. he wins. I think he wins. Um, it, it's nothing but stress fat that kids give you. That's and it's just all, yeah, and it, it's all natural though. Like, <laughs> like Kev, I love you, but you, you know, you you're work working too hard. You're working hard. Say, his is manufactured with squats. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Squats and being grabbed. Look at, by look at this body. No work in needed. Exactly. <laughs> no assembly required. It is the best body I've ever seen. Oh, um, anyway. Um, so yeah. Uh, so the way this works, uh, it works like like it'll go according yeah. to plan we'll see <laughs> we, we we'll try so normally the way this works the way we set out to do this is we've all prepared a list of our top three and some um, of us 15 minutes ago <laughs> we will uh start with boop and then go around uh boop to michael to brad to me and then we'll go down our list um three two one and uh if for uh which is likely here because we we you know there there's a long list of bounty hunters but there's a short list of fan favorites but we'll see if there's any crossover um call it out when it happens maybe somebody's number three is your number two or your number one is their number four wh wh you know numbers how they work um uh, we'll we'll talk about it all together so throw up a flag if uh yours comes up prematurely um and we'll talk about that business so yeah yeah Let's get into it. Let's get into it now. Yeah, right Me? now. You. My name? Yes. All right. <laughs> well, my number three is one that I did not know about until, you know, obviously much later when I started sitting down and watching The Clone Wars, which is a fantastic show. It is personally, in my opinion, essential Star Wars watching. Oh, for sure. There are plenty of lists out there of essential episodes but if it, it doesn't have the squadron on it you don't want it um but yeah watching the clone wars there was one character that really stood out to me and that was embo ah. my number three is embo uh big hat big hat yes big hat i'm a big fan that was literally the first thing i said when i saw that handsome boy Big hat. Big yeah. hat. Big yes. hat. That big, he uses as a sled. Big functional hat. Exactly. Yes. He is the Kung sled Lao. Shield. Right? Exactly. A lot that he uses it for. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He's got a dog. He big does fan. have a dog. Um, yeah. it, it's got a cool name. I think it's an, like a Nubu or something like that. I, I think it's a Nubian. 
it's it's a it it comes in my head it's anubis but i know it's not that straightforward but yeah this is literally my personal favorite mortal Kombat character (laughs) kung lao in star wars for sure and that is 100 percent why i like him because he looks cool he sounds cool because he's voice acted by dave filoni Mm -hmm. and he's got a dog when he's one of those cool ones where he like speaks a language and they don't like subtitle it or anything like no. it's context clues. So it's like even more mystery to him. Exactly. And it's one of those things like every time this character shows up, I just get a hit of like yes, serotonin. <laughs> There's my boy. Yeah. And, like he's not a character that you know a lot about and you don't necessarily need to know a lot about because he just looks really cool. Mm. He's got like the circus tent pants. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Yeah, those well, are like genie pants, right? right? Yeah, yeah. MC Hammer pants. <laughs> yeah, you can't touch this. Um, <laughs> well, and kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Like, I mean, like, it, it's fine if the only reason you like something is because it's cool. And Embo yeah. gets back to the like those original things that made kids like me fall in love with Boba Fett. I think where it's just like he's just cool. Like, mm-hmm. he's not going to be an episode lead. He's not going to necessarily. No. Get his own spinoff show, but maybe 40 years later. Um, but, you know, it's like he's just going to be cool and kids are going to buy all the toys. Um, I mean, for Pete's so, sake, yeah. when we were going through names possible for Boba, when we first got him, Embo came up because that is a great name for a dog. It is a great name for a dog. I feel like that's how uh, Dave Filoni names his characters. Yes. <laughs> his dog names. Dog yeah, names. Excellent name for a dog. <laughs> that's why they only live a short period of time, too. So, wow. Um, anyway. Anyway. So, uh, <sighs> Imbo for anybody else? Didn't no? think so. Going once, going twice. So, uh, hey, it's still a good pick. Thank you. That's, that's a really good one. Absolutely. Uh, he almost made mine. Um, wow. He, he yeah. is in my. Um, I, it was one of those Honorable ones mentions. where. Yeah, it, it's like I've got a clump of honorable mentions, and he's he's in there mm-hmm. uh, for sure. So he yeah. was he was in the running, but not made the cut. Yeah. So, Michael, what about you? Number three, what's your third favorite? So, and this is this probably would actually be a good show. The um, like what planet? If you could go to a planet, which planet would you want to go to? Ooh. Um, and so, top three planets, whatever. And I would love to go to uh, Kashyyyk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love a Wookiee? Yeah. So, of course, you know who my number three is. Yes. Um, and Black Chris- Chrysanthemum. Yeah. Is my, again, when I saw him in the book of Boba Fett, I just fell in love with the, I mean, again, I like Wookiees. Um, you must have one. I do. He has one right here. Yeah, that's just... I saw it on eBay. I started to get me one of them, and I probably in, it will end up doing that. Like, I need another one, but oh well. This <laughs> is so cool. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. Santo himself. So, and, and what I love about this is it's the it's the first comic cover where he shows up, too. It's like, because that was the thing that wowed me. Like, not just seeing him, but like, holy cow, this is a comic character come to life. Like, yeah it's just such a hard thing to explain mm-hmm. um you know when you go from page to screen like that that's just so cool because i mean as a star wars i i don't 
hold my breath and wait for every cool comic character to come to the show or to a film eventually like comics are over here movies are over here that's how my mind has always worked but you know they've really crossed over now with Mm -hmm. um with black chrysanthemum being uh one of the leading names for that where it's just like no they can show up anywhere yeah that's so awesome so i just you know you 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 watched him in the book of boba fett and he to me he's different than some of the other i mean he's like powerful um, yeah, it, you know, because some of these these guys are like they're going to shoot you from a distance or do you know this dude goes in he's going to manhandle you and break you <laughs> yes. in half. And <laughs> I mean, you look at what he did when he went in there. How many of them did it take to you know? Right, and it I still mean, didn't work. It yeah, still wasn't like, enough. Yeah. No, it, it it he like went through a lot and was still, you know, that's why I just was like this dude is like really bad and. You know, we had talked about this in another show. Like, he actually wanted to be a gladiator. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, so it, I just, yeah, he's, yeah. he's cool as heck. He, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, Chris Hanton's Chris such an awesome character to see because he's literally everything the Wookiees are just cranked up to 11. Oh, yes. Right? That's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. Cause, well, you know, and it's nice to see, like, we love Chewbacca. Everybody loves Chewbacca. I don't trust a person that says they don't. <laughs> um, he doesn't have to be your favorite, but you can't not. It's like hating a dog. Well, okay, hang on. I, <laughs> there are dogs I dislike, um, but uh, it's usually Trolls the small. Don't count their rodents. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was going to say, it's usually the small, yippy ones. You um, do not like my parents or so Wookiees. You know, like. Wookies are normal dogs. Ewoks are all the rest. Yes. <laughs> the puntable ones. Um, oh, <laughs> it's like, you know, um, King Kong is a monkey. Yes. But not like every other monkey. Uh-huh. That's, it makes sense in my brain. Just trust me. I mean. Like, you can look at a monkey and look at King Kong and be like, yeah, those are both monkeys, but it, that one's much It's different. like how Optimus Prime is a truck. And also a monkey. <laughs> monkey. No, it's no. Like in this house, we stand monkey Optimus Prime. Megatron is a gun, but he's also a robot. <laughs> um, so you know, it, like as as soft and cuddly and wonderful as Chewbacca is, and Peter kind of brings that that softer character to what should be a very scary and intimidating um, beast. Mm-hmm. You know, it in the back of my mind i know and i'm sure a lot of people it's just like i want to see him go off one day one day where he doesn't have coffee one day where he just it just gets too close there's a comic Um, for that there there actually are there's there's a lot of instances of that but we've never gotten to see a a a wookie unleashed uh on screen and so to get uh black chrysanthemum to kind of fill that role a little bit yeah um very cool very very cool because they beef him up he's played Mm -hmm if I'm not mistaken, by a, a little bit taller of a dude, uh, but also they just pad him out. Yeah. Like, he's huge. And like you said, it's all in like the stature. It's all in the body language. Like, yeah, I mean, even like his, even his body shape like kind of contributes to his body, po- like his posture. Because yeah. like if you kind of look at it as at him as a Wookiee in character design, his head is much more, I think because he is a much taller human being, uh, like his eyes are a lot kind of higher up mm. and he does like they kind of beefed up his chest so he doesn't really have a neck so mm-hmm. I mean, they just, exactly his his stature is 
just absolutely like he, even if you weren't looking at him as a Wookiee, it's just he's a massive character. Oh yeah, yeah. He he's built and acted almost like a wrestler. Like yeah. ap- man, you know, take, like I was just gonna say that. Quit taking what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna he say is the blue cream. I've, I've always looking, just said he's a Wookiee freight train. <laughs> I mean, you look at Chewbacca. He's tall and mm-hmm. he's he's tall. He's thin. I mean, he's not huge like this guy, but no. this, like you said, this dude looks like a professional wrestler. Dude was huge. Yeah, he's yeah. the cream of the crop. He doesn't uh, have a cushy job <laughs> sitting next yeah. to skinny man. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but I mean, um, even then, like if you ever look at like Chewbacca versus his father Tarful in episode three, Tarful is Tarful's twice yeah. is twice Chewbacca's size. It's unreal. Well, and the, and that's the thing is like we've never really gotten much of it. Like I guess we just assume they're all big, so they're all warriors, right? And you know, no, no. like. They're they're built warriors. There's ones that clearly make this their livelihood, and then there's just the villagers. And Chewbacca seems like that. You know, I picked up the bowcaster out of need, <laughs> not not desire. Yeah. You know, um, he much prefers to fly. I see, uh, uh, and I want I want a young Chewy thing where he's like trying to fly and all that good stuff, and mm-hmm. just like no, you get a stick. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, so anyway, Black <laughs> Chrysanthemum, good pick. Um, another one in my almost. Pile. What about um, you, John? What is your number three? What about Bradley? Oh yeah, that's right. What's up, Brad? Skipping over a whole Brad over here, the the sauerkraut himself. Hey, Brad. <laughs> What's your number three? Oh God. Um. So my number three. Um. I mean, that's the thing. I would have to probably say the IG units. Ooh. All, there's there's three of them. Um. But I would say the IG units just because of their backstory and like the kind of deep dive that you kind of have to do because the original there's the three IGs is the the first one of the three is like just flying around planning galactic domination mm-hmm. and he sends out his two copies to go and do bounty hunting to raise money to pay for said conquest mm-hmm. and that just tickles me that's that's <laughs> just hilarious. Yeah, it's brilliant. He's got a goal. I, I yeah. love. A, I love a death robot with goals for He's sure. Goal oriented, babe. <laughs> well, go ahead. Uh, IG eighty eight is my number one. <laughs> yes. Yes. How did we know that? Right. Know. <laughs> so here's the thing. So I two things I did uh, for my list. Just FYI, because I'm a decent human. Wow. Um, I I prohibited myself from picking a fat. Because that would be too easy. Whoa. So no, Boba and, or Django it, are, are my number one or on my list even because they're just not fair. I'm of a course, pony. Like I, if I could pan my camera to the shrine of Boba I have over here, like it's not fair. Honestly, if I could pan the camera <laughs> over to Starscream looking like a good boy on that shelf <laughs> right? right there. Um, so it's like, all right, no Boba Fett's. I feel like people know that's one of my favorites. <laughs> I have no such druthers. <laughs> and then I was also like, because again, we did a favorite background character. And one of my favorite bounty hunters is also one of my favorite uh, uh, background characters, which is Tam Bolsa. But I already talked about him at length for uh, <laughs> that episode. So I was like, all right, no repeats. I'm not going back. But you, (laughs) this is two lists with IG as your number one. I did an entire list that was just Maul. Are you surprised? (laughs) Are you at all surprised at me? No. IG-88 has my favorite Star Wars character. Oh, yeah. Well, he is one of three of my favorite Star Wars characters. I have all of them 
kind of lined up in a neat row all for number one. Um, <laughs> but I think it's pretty obvious who they are if you've watched the show long enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I just, I love the justice they gave IG-11. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, it's heartbreaking, but it was beautiful. It's yeah. so good. And just expertly played by Taika Waititi in mm-hmm. just one of his best performances. I am H.O. Love oh, you, Kevin. Buddy. Love you. Enjoy that ring of power. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I'm a Terminator kid, Brad. You, you've been on here. We've talked about Terminator before. Like, I, I love murder bots. Like, I just yeah. love so good. unstoppable killer machines and IG-88. At the time, like we've gotten way closer references to Terminator and Star yeah. Wars, but like at the time, I, IG was the Star Wars Terminator, mm-hmm. and you know there's just and something great about that. <laughs> yeah, and so um, yeah, I like I, you know it's it's tough because I love every iteration of of IG we get. We get some in the Clone Wars, we get some, well, in both Clone Wars really, mm-hmm. and you know, like you said, IG eleven. Um, yeah, we do. We get the IG ones what i i can't remember what which one they are but it's based off They're the macquarie uh concept art because uh the concept art was way more like will robinson meets terminator mm-hmm. um versus still just so great looking <laughs> yeah vertical just types thick boys so yeah i ig's a good pick uh, it, for it, sure honestly speaking of murder bots triple zero almost got a spot on my uh list as well if we're gonna go for a murder bot list at some point. <laughs> I mean, uh, we 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 are going to have a favorite droids list. Oh um, well. And if it's murder droids, have at me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love I love IG, and it's funny because he started out with such humble beginnings, just standing there, just <laughs> being just... there. Like he was literally made of spare parts that they had, and just tossed them together, put them on set, moved his head a little bit, moved his arm a little bit. He was a barely functioning puppet. And then they gave him the best backstory of all time. It, it is good. Like opinion. it's it's the story you don't see that makes yeah. him yeah. him interesting. I love hopeful fantasy and I love dystopian sci-fi. Again, that freaking book. We can't recommend this enough. It's the first story in the book, and it is some of the best like murderbot content that ends in the most like Benny Hill music way. It is so good. It's, literally ends with a yeah it's it's just amazing you could you could actually no better you could end it with the curb your enthusiasm movement song (laughs) it is so good so in a similar vein (laughs) um my number three is is another classic along with ig um and that's boss Mm -hmm. um i love a good big boy uh, even better when they're a good big head. lizard boy and um, all of the lore that they've added to them you know like you know we talked about predator recently like if there's a terminator equivalent it's ig if there's a predator equivalent it's Bosk. it's trandoshans yeah. um, the geonosians be the aliens a little bit pretty yeah um yeah that's the closest i'd say yeah. it, it definitely felt like it in that one clone wars episode it's true um and so, yeah, like uh, all of the things they've added to the Trandoshans to be these like perfect hunters, um, it, it's just made them more interesting. And then giving Bosk his own characteristics. I like the le- legends and the canon. You know, I like him as Uncle Bosk for Boba. I also like him as the like 
son of the bounty hunter guild leader and having to prove himself as the best bounty hunter to because it's his lineage like i love both of those things coexisting uh, like there's not a bad bosk out there um and uh thanks to d bradley baker he's got a great voice um yes. you know it's just tons of fun well, um, i will say kind of goes between the uh the hissy snake boy and just talking like a regular person <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what the scene calls for for it's sure <laughs> i also think it depends on like his emotional state true very true right um so yeah so like uh he was one of my favorites in uh battlefront 2 for the longest like um mm -hmm. you know when we it would be the like 4v4 uh matches and everything mm -hmm. I, I would always either be boba darth vader or or bosk so uh, boss was an easy pick for this one. Yeah. So, yeah. Anybody else for Boss? Oh, not on my list, but I'll second the notion of Boss being on it because he, he's Boss. I enjoy the concept of Boss as well. <laughs> the concept of Boss. That's a good band name. Uh, it's not one one crossover so far. Let's see. Let's see how round two does it. Yeah, I'm a one note pony. <laughs> and watch it be IG eleven. No. <laughs> Oh, it's my turn again. Yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. Hey, guess what? <laughs> it's another big hat. So, uh -oh. in the Clone Wars, like I said, the first uh, uh, yeah. I I love bounty hunters so much. Obviously. And I think that there is a bounty hunter that kind of is what it means to be a bounty hunter personified in the Star Wars universe in my opinion. Mm. And like, I have never been hit with so much joy by a character cameo. Your death. Oh. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but like, oh, well, yeah, partially. Death. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, there's back to tanks all over bread. <laughs> Who's to say? Um, we were sitting on the couch watching Book of Boba Fett. And when Cad Bane showed up, both mm. of us jumped off the couch and practically started screaming because Cad Bane is the coolest character to come out of the Clone Wars. Ooh. In it's, my all, opinion, it's all subjective. I I, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not arguing. I feel like it. I need to say that in my opinion, there are plenty of other cool characters in the Clone Wars, but Cad Bane is a side-by-side -side with Clint Eastwood. Mm. But being actually cool and not, you know, bigoted <laughs> and whatnot. Not being Southern. Mm. <laughs> being Southern is not a problem. True. Being a cowboy is not a problem. Very true. But when you look down on people, that when is you're, a problem. <laughs> What's your, yeah. You, you better be hooting, you better be hollering, but you also better be kind, all right? Right, and yeah. and maybe some tooting if you got <laughs> it in you. <laughs> Just be rooting, be tooting. <laughs> rooting and tooting. Rooting and tooting. But yeah, so like, Cad Bane. Cad Bane is awesome. He is a cowboy bounty hunter in the best way. And I think he fits perfectly in Star Wars in general. And every time he shows up, I am just so excited in general. Yeah. Uh, well, Cat Bane's my number two as well. What? Yeah. <laughs> Dyad. Um, for a lot of the same reasons you mentioned, like, you know, it, it's no secret that Clint Eastwood and uh, Cowboy... Yeah. aesthetic uh inspired cool um, the sweatiest movie ever made yeah <laughs> uh, inspired uh boba fett and whereas that was spacified 
you know, mm -hmm. instead of a, a hat brim, he gets the curve of his helmet, you know, instead of getting a poncho, he gets a kind of cape. Uh, he still has spurs he has somehow. A he, has a poncho um, sometimes. he does have a poncho sometimes. Um, it, it gets around. Only when uh, it rains. Exactly. Right. Um, Everybody should have a poncho. So if if it was very in uh, oh, bah, bah, hinted at with Boba Fett, uh, it's just outright said with Cad Bane. Mm -hmm. um, oh, man, the drawl. Uh, Corey, so, Corey Burton so good. did amazing things because like, it's one thing to look that cool. Mm -hmm. um, what takes it from a background character to a character is definitely giving it a full yeah. life. And Corey Burton coming in and doing the voice um giving him an absolute like you know man in black you know uh dirty hairy kind of vibe yes. to him oh all of that like love love all of that and like you said like you know we we have bounty hunters that have had hearts of gold and mm -hmm. then there's bounty hunters and and you know he yeah. represents the kind of he person need a heart of gold yeah you get in this profession because you don't have a heart of gold exactly and then you have one of my favorite episodes, which is the episode where he rescues Zero from prison. Mm -hmm. And you have the Battle of Accents, which is also just <laughs> absolutely fantastic to put those characters together and just hear the conversations that they have. Because they are both Corey Burton. Exactly. <laughs> Corey Burton doing very different voices. Gotta love it. Um, so yeah, I mean, evil cowboy in space. So what's, what's not the love? Exactly. I, so. I, think it's, I think it's really interesting, you know, talking about because... You know, you talk about Black Chrysanthemum. He's like the, the gladiator, professional wrestler. Then you've got Cad Bane. He's the Wild Wild West. <laughs> How the all of these, every uh, you know, bounty hunter is like a totally different type of you know person or whatever. Yeah. Um, type of character because I one of, one of my favorite movies is uh, Tombstone. Mm -hmm. And so Same. I can, you know, you know, uh, is, is, uh, oh, my brain just went blank. Val Kilmer plays a uh, top holiday. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, but it's, it, you know, you've got this Billy, the kid type bounty hunter or whatever, you know, he's a gunfighter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, speaking of accents, one of the best Val Kilmer roles ever played. Oh, in, oh yeah. That's, oof. yeah. That's, he's a pretty good Batman. I think I, we we talked about that uh, not long ago. He was a pre he he did not offer did to be not, anybody's Huckleberry. He did not uh, get enough credit for that for that role. Um, we weren't ready to move on from Michael Keaton. I f I feel, no. um, but it's funny you mentioned that Michael because like yeah like sometimes I can feel like it's hard to differentiate some Sith and Jedi, mm -hmm. uh, you know, because at some point they just become their organizational type you know it's just like oh you're a jedi so you fit into these columns these types mm -hmm. you check these boxes um you know and there's there are the few that break out of those that are uniquely interesting um but yeah bounty hunters there's not a lot of copy paste if if any right like it's it's a lot of all very unique and interesting characters interesting designs all of it it's just have fun make something crazy and then people fall in love with yeah. that uh from one scene or from one line and all of a sudden that's their new favorite you know it's it's really I cool mean, the least interesting bounty hunters are the ones who are like archetypes who are trying to be exactly like other 
It's funny you should mention that. Yes, that's exactly why I mentioned it. So, um, yes, shout out to Andy in the chat, um, who also uh, brought up. So we asked on Twitter uh, for favorites, and Andy brought up one that I was particularly interested in because it's one I don't normally hear. Um, And and so uh, Jodo cast. Uh, for those that don't know, is a Boba Fett impersonator. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like Cad Bane, or not like Cobb Vanth. No, not not for not for good. Not like found this in the desert. I'm going to use this to save my town. Kind of impersonator. Timothy Oliphant. They are not. Um, and and really, Cobb Vanth didn't pretend to be Boba Fett. He just no. he was the sheriff. Jodo, imagine Boba dropping off his laundry and finding out afterwards it got swiped. Um, mm-hmm. it's that comedic level of really, um, kind of impersonating Boba Fett. And so Jodo, uh, impersonates Boba. I actually have a Jodo cast figure on my Boba Fett shelf, um, because, uh, the armor is not a one-to-one, but, um, it's, it's really darn close. And apparently that's enough to convince people in Star Wars that you are indeed Boba Fett. And so there's actually a really... If you just Google Star Wars uh, Jodo cast, some of the first pictures that probably come up are Jodo being held at gunpoint by Boba Fett after Boba Fett finds him uh, and finds out what he's doing. Let me close all um, the tabs of Glendanzig. <laughs> it's, it's a great little story, one, one that's older from the older <clears throat> comics, um, uh, but one that's still very fun and, and very cool. So Jodo cast, bounty hunter, um, most known for impersonating Boba Fett, but he's a lot yep. of fun. Literally the first thing on the image search. Yeah. Just a gun to his head. Yep. So, uh, you know, I'd love something like that to come about. Some Boba Fett impersonator in Book of Boba Fett season two or something. Like, I'd love a a reference like that. Because it's not the first and it's not the last time uh, I'm sure someone's going to take his uh, his name and moniker. Um, He just wanted to be famous for a little bit. He just wanted the Boba Fett treatment. Who doesn't? Right? Um, he so did your head he sounds did a couple about things right. wrong. Hmm? He did a couple things wrong. <laughs> <laughs> a little too much yellow in the costume. That's that's all I can argue with him for. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, that's our t- our number two's out. Uh, so Cad Bane, cool space cowboy. Um, yes. So Michael, over to you on your number two, your second favorite. Uh, so my second favorite. Um... Yes. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd make the list for anybody. Yeah, I and it's not it's not because of the that he became the good guy or whatever. I, to me it's like I keep talking about characters that to me he's almost like a ninja type. Mm-hmm. I, maybe mm-hmm. maybe not to anybody else, but you think about all the little gadgets and stuff that he has. Yeah. I mean it's you know, he's got the, what do they call the things out of his wrist? Like a whistler or something? The, the uh, whistling birds. Whistling birds, yeah. yeah. Whistling yeah. birds, it's like, you know, he does that and takes out Which, know, multiple. I, I, I love that. So it's funny to me that that thing, because they introduced that, in, you know, he's got a gauntlet. He's got a very familiar looking mm-hmm. uh, piece on it. Check and it's just like, hey. This is a thing that shoots out tiny little, you know, um, targeted missiles. (laughs) And it's just like, oh, you know, me the first time I'm like, oh, that's what that thing does on Boba Fett's wrist. But no, No, there's an identical thing that Boba Fett has that's just a straight up missile. 
And it's just, they, they look exactly the same. And I'm like, how do you guys not get this stuff confused? Like, <laughs> no wonder you color coordinate so much stuff. It's just mm -hmm. like, okay, red gauntlets are missiles, silver gauntlets are whistling birds. At least like... he doesn't have to lean forward to shoot them. That's true. That um, is one of oh, my yeah. favorite moments but in Star that's, Wars. But that is one of the coolest things. Because that's a, I, I love a, a tiny little anime, a little independent thing called Gundam. Um, and they have weapons like that all the time where it's series. just like, oh, I've got something that shoots 10 somethings that all can shoot 20 of you. And it's just like, look at yeah, my wings, ridiculous. they shoot missiles. <laughs> um, so yeah, Din Djarin, I gotta love him. Uh, he was another one on my honorable mentions because he's probably, he has a tough go, but he's a very successful bounty hunter oh, too. Yeah. He's got a great, like, ratio at this yeah. point like <laughs> I, mean, I mean who can forget the opening scene of mm. the mandalorian when he goes in there and just cleans house you know cuts yeah. one dude, the, the one dude gets yeah. cut in half i mean it's like sets up his his uh what you can expect from from the get-go and and mm. i mean and two it was a lot of pressure because um yeah and, and another reason why so i was like he's a very very good bounty hunter but i think i like him more as he became more of a Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was one thing that disqualified him for me, not because it's a right thing or anything, but, um, you know, like when this was announced, when the show was first announced, John Favreau's like, hey, before, uh, you know, after the, after the times of Boba Fett and Jango Fett, there's the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, that's a lot of reputation to live up to. You yeah. know, like you're, you're naming the, the two most famous Star Wars bucket heads and you're saying this guy is the next best? Yeah. Okay, we'll I mean, see. I remember Celebration 2019 when we were watching bootleg uh, trailer, <laughs> <laughs> which someone had recorded in the room before, you know, that it was got taken down. And taken down the same day. <laughs> exactly. I think literally like 30 minutes after we watched it. And we were talking about the trailer like there. How, so, how is this going to odd, pan out? Oddly enough, Celebration in Chicago... We wanted in that panel more than we wanted in episode nine. I don't know why. I don't know what the reasoning was, but it was just like. Because I, you're a simp for Boba Fett. I think it was just, yeah, that was so much more new, right? Like, I know we would eventually see episode nine trailers. Like, The yeah. Mandalorian was so new, and we didn't get in that panel. So we didn't get to see the first trailer and the first 10 minutes. Um <laughs> Right. We didn't legally get to see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we didn't play legal. by rules. So we're we're walking the show floor, and um, you know, then Twitter starts blowing up, and so then we see. And what's funny though is what like oh, it's a cool, it's all these amazing things, all this <gasps> IG, you know, yeah. and it's like that we were lost at that point. As soon as we saw IG, fingers crossed for eighty eight, but uh, no. we love eleven too. We love eleven. Um, yeah, like I hold out hope for my boy to come gosh, back. That is just special times. Um, but yes, Din Djarin's amazing. He's pretty darn cool. Oh, uh, yeah. I, you know, I think it's the natural mandoness in him that makes him so good at his job. But nonetheless, Honorable. very he's a very successful one, which is a bonus points because a lot of these characters, if you <laughs> were to hold up their track record, they they look really cool. They're not always the best at actually doing their no. job. <laughs> so well, I mean, I mean, he was. You know, he, he he was because you look at his ship when he gets on there. How many people has he caught? Like a dozen slabs. Like I'm like, yeah. dude, mm -hmm. which also having a built in carbon freezing thing in your ship. That is yeah. dope. 
So, well, that's number two. That's a good number two. Yeah, that's a good number two. I, I, I purposely left any Mandalorians off my list just because I. Otherwise, all three of mine would have been Mandalorian. <laughs> and I mean, I, I just I love the people. Uh, it's uh, any any people crazy enough to see a problem with Jedi reflecting their blaster fire back at them and their answer to be, oh, well, let's use slugs because instead of reflecting, it'll shatter on them. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's just beautiful to me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I'm definitely holding him out for my Mando list. Spoilers uh, for whenever that episode happens, uh, he's going to be on there because he's just doing that. he's such an he's <laughs> such a uh, great uh, example of what Mando's I think should be it, it, mixing the cultures. You know, yeah. Pretty sure um, I only know of three Mandalorians. No, <laughs> you know I more. Can, than that. I could name at least five. Right, I was going to say Zoom, you you cops. you know at definitely. Four, five, <laughs> six. You know many, uh, for sure. Yeah. Listen, man, I only got a 26 on the Dragon Con. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than most. More than most. It was hard. Bradley, uh, on to you for your number two. Um, I would have to say Asajj Ventress. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. Because, I mean, even, even when she was a Sith apprentice or a sith assassin i mean she was essentially used as a bounty hunter yeah and then you know she falls away from being a sith and she come becomes an actual bounty hunter and yeah. i mean then you can uh you know you follow her story and it goes into the relationship with Quinn what's the Lundos. jedi's name can't Quinn remember Lundos. his name yeah and then i mean you get that the one. the eventual her eventual death and everything and i mean it's it is a very good story to follow. Yes. Uh, yeah, like she. So I, I, another one where it's just like I like them more as a force user than a bounty hunter. It was like there's a whole process in my brain with these lists. But for me, I'm all I'm flipped over. I prefer her. I like her better as a bounty hunter and an assassin rather mm -hmm. than a force user. That, I mean, Fair. yeah, hands down. Number one, cool helmet. Right, like yeah. I, I want to know, like, what shop they go. Like, hey, I'm looking into getting <laughs> into a bounty hunting business. Um, where can I get my cool helmet, please? If it was uh, later <laughs> in the year, I'd say Ezra Bridger. Like, I'm like, he goodness. has a lot of cool helmets. That right, you know, you know. Um, but yeah, like Boosh has a great one. Um, mm. although mostly Leia uses that that, that we know of. But like, I, I love. Cool helmets, and it seems like bounty hunters have them all. But um, the best one is still Embo. It's true. True. It's an excellent hat. It's very Baneish. Um, it is. I, I'm with Andy on this uh, that they faked their death. <laughs> oh, <laughs> exactly. Sorry, Quinlan. What what trouble to go through to avoid a breakup? She ran um, away with one of uh, Padme's uh, handmaids. <laughs> is just such a good character she like, is it, it is one of the i mean it's it is up there with ben solo not to rip off any band-aids for anybody but like I, you know it's like this is such potential mm -hmm. why would you close the book um and the script said so that's not good enough um <laughs> but anyway yes i i either way i love interest um some of the best bounty hunter episodes in clone wars feature her as mm -hmm. well so mm -hmm. Some of the best Clone Wars episodes in in general. Um, Some of the best flirting in Clone Wars. Oh my gosh, so much flirting between her and Kenobi. Oh yes, my gosh, it's, it's all over the place. Um, so 
Yeah. Anyway. Oop. Yeah. I've already uh, I mean, right, but I I already gave my number two because you took my number two. Yeah. So it's now your number three. What? Yeah. No, it's now. I thought no, it was no, no one. number one. I, so I've I, already given my number one because it was IG88. That's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Question, Wait, though. hang on, hang on. Yeah. Then you're missing one. No. Yes. No, because no. she started with her number three. What was your number three? three which mm -hmm. was Embo. Okay. And then I your number one. Okay. And then I did Cad Bane. Oh. That's three. Can you well, count? Well, no, apparently. He's <laughs> got his shoes on. Nope. I I I, no. I apparently uh can't count. That's fine, baby. <laughs> um can, I, can I get a you fool, please? <laughs> How about yes. an You fool! <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. That's so good. Um, we haven't used those clips in. I was like, surprised the hell. I've never seen that before. <laughs> Would you like to see more? Oh my gosh. You stay bomb back! <laughs> so good. <laughs> I love Scotty so much. Oh my gosh. That was my favorite running joke from Podathon. Oh my um, <laughs> Right. I, have uh, terrible I looked, terrible at, I looked yes. at that. Yeah. No, no one will know uh, that J-Dub can't count. Um, I don't know. All right, so yes, oh, so uh, let's rewind back to um, Andy's other question. In place of your number yeah. one, yeah. Um, so if you could pick a bounty hunter to come after you, right? You've done some illegal things, some questionable deeds, uh, and you, for whatever reason, get to choose who comes after you. Who are you picking? Do you want to die by your favorite's hands, or do you want to pick one that you know you can get away from? I want to run away giggling from massage ventress. Just like, <laughs> catch me. You're never going to catch me. You're never going to get me. I'm on Coruscant. <laughs> Immediate lightsabers through the chest. That's how I want to go out. I mean, what Just, a way to go. What a way to go. Staring into the beautiful eyes of massage ventress. Uh, I'd pick a Greedo. Because there ain't no way he's catching me. <laughs> <laughs> Holly Frey is going to have your tuchus. <laughs> wow. Hey, look, listen, look, he gets to live. He just spends his whole life chasing after me. He just, like He just has a gaping hole in his and chest. It, and it turns out I'm, I'm just down on the other side of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Talking uh, to Han Solo. Right. Um, oh, what about you guys? Uh, okay. uh, if, you could pick, if you could pick your bounty hunter to hunt your bounty, uh, who would it be? The Mandalorian. He he shows he has a heart. Maybe I can. <laughs> <laughs> you got a true. chance. You can reason with him. You can at least you get I to like pick it. how you go in. That's true. Exactly. I would like to go in warm, please. Do, does warm mean a nice hug? Because uh, that'd be nice right now. Well insulated. <laughs> See, it's, it's still a funny. You joke. gave me a choice, Andy, and I picked Greedo. Deal with it. <laughs> hey, I want to tell my joke again. Good evening, Andy's Brennan. Here now. Okay. Oh, God. Do do it for Andy. Uh, do it for Andy and Brennan. Uh, Potathon giveaway bad winner. Joke. Brennan. It's a it, bad it is, but you you want to do it, so do it. You're committed. Exactly. You know, you know, Andy and Brennan. Beskar is the best material for a lunchbox. You put those headphones back on right now, <laughs> <laughs> because if you want to bring in your lunch, you can either bring it in warm, or you could bring it in cold. This is bad comedy. 
Nice. I'm gonna uh, lean over here so I can give you. I feel a like at, I feel like at the beginning of that he was just like, okay, that's this button. Wait for it. <laughs> I, I was hovering. I was hovering so eagerly. Can you give um, me a clip? Um, to palate cleanse, please. A palate cleansing clip. Don't do that again. <laughs> See, it's funny because it's a multi-level joke. Exactly. See, it's, an, it's an insulation joke as well as a Mandalorian reference. All right, uh, let's try and pull it together uh, for our number ones here. If you want to turn the channel, go ahead, fool. Turn the channel. If you want to learn something about God, shut your mouth and listen to me for a minute. <laughs> All right. It's such a good clip. So uh, everybody shut up and listen. Michael, what's your number one? <laughs> um, I, you know, I, this didn't even cross my mind until I sat here and looked at my list. Ooh. All three of mine came from like the same show, um. So, but uh, <clears throat> my because no, I didn't want to do the obvious Boba Fett or you know, so hey, my number hey. one, number one, it's Ming Na Wen. How can you not like her? Yes. Um, yes. My number one is Finnick Chan. Yes. And she's like, yeah, she's like the uh, sniper. <laughs> yeah, I mean when the, we everything talk about you different, you know. Yeah, you you talk about Mando being a ninja man. She like yeah. from the parkour. Oh, the act- the oh my gosh! I mean, Imperials just have a different way of getting their hands dirty. Mm. Oh, can I change my answer? She's the one I want coming after me. <laughs> <laughs> she will finish the job. It, it'll be quick. It, it'll be quick. Oh my gosh! The only person who can crush an Athorian's four throats at once. Is that still canon? I oh, know. yeah. I mean, I'm sure. They got big necks. They got to have four throats. Uh, <laughs> uh, which, uh, and, uh, get you in some trouble. Get you, get you in some trouble on a Friday night. Um, so, uh, yeah. Like, what's not to love about Fennec Shan? Like, what, one of my favorite things is, get, be it Mando, be it Boba Fett. Like, I feel like anybody, she can take them down. Oh yeah! Like if you need someone to bring in a bounty hunter, I feel like she's the one because she can whoop everybody's butt. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think there's anybody I wouldn't expect her to be able to take on. Um, she's just lethal and looks good while doing it. Just I mean, ignore the time that she got shot in the stomach, and she's got a perfect record. If anything, she's better for it. It's true. Um, Andy doing their homework, bringing in a whole list. Um, Dang. So I, I got to respect this list. Number one, because you didn't split up uh, Zuckus and Forlum. All right. They are, they are bosom buddies and they are inseparable. Embo um, made the list. Uh, you can credit uh, Boop for also representing the Embo crew. Thanks for referencing Zam, Zam Wessel, the, the plucky number two uh, to Django Fett, uh, who also tried to kill Django Fett. Um, Heck yeah, man. And I really have to respect your number one because uh, another one of my almosts was actually Sugi, who was the aunt mm. of Jas Murray. Really? Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it was one of those things where Sugi's fate was ambiguous after the Clone Wars. And so um, they introduced another character that was her niece mm-hmm. to kind of continue that legacy. Um, but because the Clone Wars got canceled, there there's no knowing what was intended for Sugi, which is good because that means... She can come She's back. She's still out there. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, watch Clone Wars. Because Sugi's really, really a lot of fun. Um, Forlom and Zuckus are married, yes. Forlom and Zuckus are married. And and, and you know what? Uh, like, uh, There's many reasons I've got to poo on Lego Star Wars right now. Um, 
that that game was ridiculous. But uh, they also pitted Forlom and Zuckus against each other, and yeah, I, no. I will not have this divorcing uh, of two of the the goodest bug boys going on. Like, no. calm down, Lego. The like, <laughs> respect the lore. He just wants to be a wizard. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. She's Zabrak. She, she gives me Michelle Rodriguez vibes to a T. If there was a if there was a, a, a live action counterpart to Sugi uh, in any of the shows, it would be Michelle Rodriguez for sure. Because uh, she'd absolutely bring that to life. Um, Remind me who that is. Um, the uh, the BA woman from um, Resident Evil, uh, Dom's girlfriend from Fast and Furious. Um, 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 See, this is the same conversation we had with Jennifer Coolidge the other night. Like the the when you think of like oh you're pretty, but you could also choke me, and I would thank you for it. This is Jennifer her- Coolidge. No. no. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Smothered. Get out of here! I'd I'd, I'd remove you Smothered from the show, but I'd remove myself too. All right. Can't ask Wait me a that minute. Kind of a question. I have a I list. Anyway, uh, Bradley, save this. Um, oh, help God. us out here. What's your number one? Um, it honestly is kind of split. Um, and it depends. Would you consider Beckett a bounty hunter? Mm. Would you? Just, yeah. yeah. I mean. Scoundrel. I, I got to respect the guy who taught Han Solo. Hmm. For sure. Um, I mean, I, I think they even outright claim he's one, if I'm not mistaken. He's definitely I, in the company of him, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. But I mean, other, other I mean, if it wasn't him, I'd have to pick Aura Singh. Mm. Aura Singh's another good one. He killed Aura Singh. Yeah, there's some irony there. That's kind of why it like kind of led one from the other. Because I mean, I Aura Singh I would put on there because she's one of the few bounty hunters that you don't actually see die. You just know she dies, Mm -hmm. right? But and and she's up there with Cad Bane. Is just she has she has the heart and the mindset for just being a bounty hunter. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Which made them such a good pairing. It was Mm -hmm. it was a great way. To bring in a kind of familiar face with a new face uh, when they were kind of saying, all right, these are the bounty hunters. These are the faces mm-hmm. you're going to get familiar with for the course of this show. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so because they're they're both ruthless. They're both good at what they do. Um, and, they raised Boba. <laughs> you know, the the, the nostalgia factor for me of of Aura from um, The Phantom Menace um, mm-hmm. When she was, you know, an ex Jedi turned bounty hunter, like, oh my gosh, um, such a cool legends mm-hmm. backstory that I, I hope has some validity. Uh, it's still canon to me, dang it. Um, so it took yeah. me an embarrassingly long time to figure out that she was in the Phantom Menace. Beckett, uh, yes. If you, Andy has a fantastic uh, Beckett yeah. cosplay, by the way. Yes, um, yes, they do. They look amazing, um, and so. Yeah, he, scoundrel for sure, pirate uh, maybe. You know what? Uh, technically, going after the um, the coaxium is a bounty. I'd say so. It's yeah, a quarry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He was he was hired to do a job of questionable intent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I I we will allow it. <laughs> they should have put that coaxium in a Beskar Just, lunchbox. Oh my Would gosh. have been really it's well. It's not going to get funny. It's never going to be funny. <laughs> I think it's funny. 
And that's fine. I love you. I love you. Good for you. I do. Just don't laugh at your jokes. Um, so now my number one, well, which I didn't expect anybody to get. I would have been blown away and surprised, honestly. It's not Boba Fett? Uh, no. Uh, so again, pr- this is a top three other than Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett's going to be number one because he's one of my favorite, if not my favorite. Like, I, you know, I always talk about it. it's more complex than they're just my favorite character. Mm-hmm. It depends on what you mean. Like overall, I love this character so much. This this You're dancing it, around it embodies my favorite things of Star Wars, or favorite because oh, they mean a lot to me. Because that's two different answers. Uh huh. Um. So, top three other than Boba Fett, uh, leading to my number one being Dirge. Really? Oh, oh. Yes. Commence the lookups for anybody that doesn't know who Dirge is. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever seen a movie called The Thing? Have you ever seen a movie called Akira? Have you Um, ever seen a movie (laughs) called Videodrome? (laughs) (laughs) So um, this is a nostalgic answer for sure for me because I'm thinking of, you know, back to 2003 where like I, I I love Star Wars. I'm I'm fully integrated oh, and yeah. love this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and now the prequels are coming out and episode two just happened. Now we're full on in the Clone Wars and they introduce this lore. George Lucas is like, you know, because they have the droid army, Count Dooku's gonna need uh generals. He's gonna need uh leaders for this droid army because they can't necessarily lead themselves. They're not smart enough. So he kind of just puts that idea out there. And Gindy Tartakovsky making the Clone Wars uh, so animated show so, runs so with that. It's like, all right, well, what about a bounty hunter leading an army of droids? Mm-hmm. If um, I could get to it right now, I would go get him off the shelf <laughs> because he's that cool looking. And um, so we get Dirge. Uh, he gets a lot of life in comics and books and, and whatnot. But um, yeah, watch 2003 Clone Wars, um, the, the first chapters. Watch the whole thing. But please. Um, he he really shows up in the first like six chapters, I believe. Mm-hmm. With um, a climactic ending? Yeah. Question mark. Really, really cool design. You know, we talk mm-hmm. about cool helmets. He gives off shredder vibes. He is a mm-hmm. suit of armor. Um yeah, he's he's basically just tentacles in a suit of armor. If you've yes. ever seen like the hunters from uh, about Halo. Hunters from Halo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly like that, where it's just like it seems like this you know, person, but it's just a mass of tentacles and worms or whatever. That's not the kitty cat, is it? Yeah, it is the kitty cat. It is the kitty cat, okay. That is Uh, a dated reference (laughs) for those of you who are not terminally online. Um, Does it dance, dance, dance? It does dance, dance, dance. Yes, it does. And so, yeah, so because of that, he he doesn't die by typical means, so he not only gets all the cool gadget, he gets all the cool action, but he also can't die. Like, Mm-hmm. it's just so cool um, and and he was the first bounty hunter since Boba Fett I think to really hit me like oh my gosh they are so cool They're, mm-hmm. like there's nothing really there there's no character given there's no exploration no. Uh, there's no motivations he's just the bad guy for the episode and that was enough I'm just like this is awesome this is cool I mean like something that the 2003 Clone Wars series did so 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 well is it gives you not technically horror, but horrifying content wrapped up in a kid's show. Because, mm-hmm. like, the concept of Dirge is terrifying. He is almost like Jason to a point where he just keeps standing up. 
Like he, you cannot knock him down yeah. for very long because he can regenerate his limbs. Can Jason do that? I don't know. Maybe tune in next month. <laughs> we'll see. Well, um, but it's yeah, the, it's the perfect kind of bounty hunter you want going after. Like no matter what happens, he's gonna keep going. Um, and uh, so yeah, and there's some there's a lot of interesting stuff there too because he like he has a Mandalorian symbol on his chest, mm-hmm. um, but he's not Mandalorian. It's just one of those that he's he considers himself like the ultimate hunter, and he just loves continue because he's lived thousands of years. He's a, yeah. his species is I believe Gendai, and yes. <laughs> they just live forever. They just they just do, and so along that he dedicated himself to just being the best at what he does, and I gotta respect that, you know. Wakes up yes. every day. It's like, you know what? I'm going to get better at killing. <laughs> the joust scene is so cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, your introduction is riding out. We're talking about IG. He rides out with IG-86 Lancer droids. Yes. Um, it's called Lance. What's cooler Hello. than that? Like, my goodness. Jousting in Star Wars. Mm. You know. So, yeah. I love him. He's He's just so cool. And. You know, I love Boba Fett. I started with, he's really cool, and the the character has gotten added. Um, I'm perfectly fine with Dirge not having character. I don't care because no, he's just cool. He doesn't need character. And that's he's enough for me. Tentacles and Char- characters like that are their own character. Yeah, you Absolutely. you never you never any any time you have a character whose job it is to kill people, and you know the big the big surprise behind them is oh by the way this thing is near impossible to kill you can put it down but it's just going to stand up and keep walking after you mm-hmm. like that's yeah. that's just a concept of its own yeah. you, you don't need them. a backstory for something like that yeah he is the stuff <laughs> this stuff you hated Good job. that movie so i did much. it was so bad it's that's not the point though <laughs> is that it is a bad movie but it's entertaining bad i, I will give it that at least yeah. um so Don't yeah. tell me you didn't want to try this stuff. So uh, there you go. Now you can watch the stuff. You can watch 2003 Clone Wars. You can rewatch Boba Fett and The Mandalorian uh, and Empire Strikes Back. You ever all, seen a movie all, called Microwave Massacre? All that good stuff. Um, all the, the best appearances of some of the, the best bounty hunters. And so um, look forward to, after this goes out, hearing from folks uh, what your favorites are. You can find us on inter- Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for Instagram. that. Um love to love to hear uh your favorites and why um because that's always interesting that's why we do this it's it's not a ranking necessarily it's just ranking is for jokes here's what we like and why if it could be more than three it would but you know it's hard enough wrangling in this this ship as it is enough counting to three (laughs) apparently (laughs) okay 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 it's not like it's not just on the internet forever i don't need you to remind me um (laughs) So, but uh, nonetheless, uh, appreciate you guys coming on, giving your time, your thoughts, just hanging out. It's always fun. I mean, you keep me in the cage in the back. Might as well bring me out every now and then. Let me show you. Exactly. We give you a bufa <laughs> to scrub down with and a kev <laughs> to help you scrub down. Exactly. You got to watch that man work out all the time. It's, you know, what you don't even need TV for that. Numbers are hard. <laughs> Numbers are very hard. Words are hard. Um, so, uh, I guess there's not much else to do than to sign off, but also, uh, tease a, a little bit of, of what's to come next week, makes everybody jealous, uh, and, and hopefully entice you enough to come back next week. So 
strap yourselves in for a promo for next week. He'll be back. Teleport to us five overbearing and over-emotional humans. Even the guitar parts. Um, yes. If y'all don't bring up Ivan Ooze in that episode, oh, I, will, oh, I will hurt people. He is going to be one of the main. <laughs> He's going to be a centerpiece. Oh, yeah. um, yes. So the original uh, Power Rangers uh, is celebrating an anniversary soon. It's been around a very yes. long time. I'm gonna say what anniversary. Don't make me feel old, please. <laughs> and um, not only are we going to talk about that, the, so the, this promo almost uh, was just a montage uh, through the years of yeah. all the various morphing times. It's um, morphing time. It quickly became four oh, and a half God. minutes long. So uh, this is what you get instead. Just two minutes of that epic guitar riffage. Um, God, I love Power Rangers. It's so good. (laughs) It slaps. It's so good. And so we're going to talk about that uh, and and what it means to us in our childhood and our nowhood as well. uh, Because it's still pretty dang rad. Oh, Um, my gosh. Nothing compares the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Don't you movie. don't you miss when, when all media was just a square? <laughs> mm-hmm. Man. Oh, so the yeah. aspect ratios ruin our kids. You, you're, you'll have to tune in next week uh, to to check out that lovely uh, and insane conversation. Uh, we mm-hmm. will definitely be making lots of guitar noises with our mouths. Um, but yeah, you'll have to be here for it. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, epic intro, man. It's just so great. Only. Only surpassed by uh, the intro for Zio, where they literally just like better than before. Like it's just they say it right out. They're like, "We're better. We're better. We're more guitarer." It's amazing. So, yeah, 
Don't don't count out Beetleborgs. Oh man, big bear. Yes. See all of this. All of this is my childhood. Dragonflies. Oh my gosh. So uh, yeah, we're gonna have fun with that. Nineties made you guys metalheads. As far as this, Mm -hmm. you know what? You're not wrong. Um, But as far as this week goes, Mike, uh, Brad, thank you guys so much for for joining us, uh, for having fun with us and chatting about bounty hunters and all that good stuff. uh, we've linked to your Twitters and all that good stuff in the description Ooh. below. But, uh, of course, uh, if you like Disney stuff, uh, Michael is the Disney dog. Yeah. You can check out Soren with the Disney dog, uh, his podcast that he does uh, with his his wife. Uh, and they uh, enjoy uh, Disney stuff. that smells good. Like Disney itself. <laughs> like like Soren. Like Soren. <laughs> Look. Fresh cut grass, orange groves. They they talk about the, all the other smells of Disney all the time, <laughs> but Soren. I don't know, man. <sighs> that Pirates of the Caribbean water. If they could put that in a candle, I'd be a happy boy. <laughs> I oh. snarf every time we go into oh, Pirates of the Caribbean because I'm just like, I don't see. I need I to get it in. I think they do have a candle out there that uh, uh, one of the candle companies is it Lucky? What? Because they have like pirate water. Yes, um, we had the pirate water for a little while. We did. Yeah, I just, I've had that pirate water um, in my tart burner at work. Oh, yeah. See, that one, yeah, Soren's hard because it rolls through so many. Yeah. Um, you, I, you smell the ocean, you smell the grass, you the smell the orange all that. grove part, oh, though. So good. Um, I, I don't know if I like Soren over, I, I, I feel like I like Soren around the world more than I like Soren over California. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, because you get the smell of the. I know it's probably crazy, but when the elephant throws the dirt up in the air, you get that. Yes, that is a yeah. good smell. I mean, oh, you know, it's it's that or California. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easy pick. Uh, me, um, me and Mike would get along. I grew up in Long Beach, California, 20 minutes away from Disneyland. There you oh. go. And, and God, if I didn't go at least once a month growing up. Man. Dude, you are so lucky. Lucky oh, yeah. boy. I, I would take that because about once a month, I'm just like, you know, I, I need something. Disney. I need Especially something. Now watching the videos of the oogie boogie bash mm-hmm. and i'm just like i want to be where that is <laughs> i want to be where the disney is <sighs> um and, I've, and, been, I've been asked about wouldn't you get bored going no no, no no i need i need one of these jobs where they pay me to go and yeah <laughs> I, right bro I, like, by the time i was six i knew that park like uh, better than any map you could ever give me <laughs> Yeah, it, you think that I don't skip to the haunted mansion right. every single time? Every time. I need to go mm-hmm. see my wife with an axe. Well, heck, I mean, <laughs> Star Tours, I do it five times every time. It's true, like, and I can do it gosh. once a trip. I, I, I love it so dizzy. much. That's that's um, my Pirates of the Caribbean. I also uh, love the Force Losers, of which oh, yeah. uh, Brad is, is a half of. Um, the yes. lovely half. Gruesome uh, twosome. Yeah. When when is y'all's new episode coming out? I know one's coming in the can. Uh, yes, we touched on uh, the Rings of Power so far because Kevin's a Tolkien holic. Yeah, and uh, he he was raring to talk about what he could. Um, so we we did like a kind of like a first half of the series touch up of what we thought of it so far. He said a bunch of things that I have no idea what he was referencing. <laughs> I know some of these words. Hey, uh, so basically, our listeners should check out that episode because that's going to be a promo for what our episodes in December are going to be like when we talk about this stuff. And I just oh, yeah. glaze, glaze over. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, I love the movies. I like. I'll be talking about the cast commentary. I can't talk about 
not that I, I can't, like, it's not to me what Star Wars is to me. Like, you know, some people, it's their Star Wars or they love it as much, whatever. Like, I, I don't go as deep as I do with Star Wars. So it's like, I don't know everybody's names. I don't know all the history. I don't know all that stuff. I know that Samwise is the goat. Um, yes. And uh, that, uh, you know, Christopher Lee is amazing. Yes, he is. That's all you need to know. There He's you in go. A metal so. band. All right. <laughs> And I, oh. I hate that, but what is the name of that podcast? If you're talking about Lord of the Rings or any of that, I'm totally. The force so what's the name of his the, the Force Losers. The, the Force, force Losers. losers. Hey, the like Force that. Losers. And, and it's a good episode once it comes out, because at the end I get another moment like what I gave Kevin when he found out that I hadn't watched Terminator before. Oh just, just another. <laughs> Oh. I've since rectified it. Yes, but, you have. Yes, I've since rectified it, but for a long time I hadn't watched Terminator 1 or 2. Yes. And Kevin and was absolutely furious, and it was a little amazing. Baby. We, did a, we did a whole episode about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so there you go. Check out all that goodness. Um, and just a reminder as well, there are uh, fun links in the description and also important ones. Please check out the fundraisers uh, linked below and in our link tree. Mm -hmm. Um Again, whatever you can give, and 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 if you feel like, oh, it, you know, I don't get paid till next week, what, whatever, that's reality. I get that. Uh, yeah. uh, most of these efforts are long term. Yeah. Um, bills from the hospital never go away. Um, relief work from hurricanes and floods can take months or years for some people. So, mm -hmm. don't feel like you're too late. Don't feel like you can't do enough. Do anything you can. If it's five dollars, fifty dollars, whatever. Yeah, or um, even just sharing the link. Yeah, absolutely. They're out there. Um, and and so please check those things out. Uh, if the things we love have taught us anything, it's to be good people. So let's, you know, let's flex that and put that to put that, that to practice a little bit. Um, but yeah, so other than that, you'll have to come back around next week. We're talking about Power Rangers. It's going to be a great time. And uh, yeah, till then, stay scruffy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee.